In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus has a better life for you. Better than the life that you lead now. No matter how well you think it is going, Jesus has something better for you. Part of our sinful nature is that we often, by our own thoughts and our actions and our words, will get in the way of that life that Jesus would have for us. And so he speaks to us. He constantly reminds us of that better life, a life that's lived in the repentance in repentance for the forgiveness of sins, a life that is lived set apart by God, clothed in Christ's righteousness and holiness, equipped and enabled to live in faith toward God and love for our neighbor. That is a, a better life. And no matter how much you think you've attained to it at this point, of course, there is more that could be done. The gift, of course, is that this life is given to you. It's not done by you, but it is given to you. But again, Jesus gives it to you by speaking. You've heard me say many times that that word of forgiveness is a word that changes you. But Jesus has many other words that he has spoken. Of course, the entirety of the scripture is the word of God. There's a very specific word that you've heard repeated throughout all of the different lections this evening, and that word is the law. Now, I suppose it's because of our cultural context, we, and maybe even our own nature, we don't like that word law, because law sounds like this is what you have to do. Your parents laid down the law when you were a child and said, here's all the things that must be done, and if you break the rules, what happens? You're punished. You're set aside. When we hear that word law, we maybe now think as adults of the... Uh, all the laws of our land, probably more laws than you could possibly ever know, laws that you break every day, and whether intentionally or unintentionally, and just hope that whoever it is, whether it's the lawman or it's the taxman, doesn't find out about it and hold you account to account. We don't like that word law, but the word in Hebrew is a little bit different than our connotation in English. The word is Torah. And I suppose we could define it a little bit differently. It's usually translated as law, but it, it really means something more like all the words and counsels of God for you. So when we hear of God's law, he's saying, here's the word that I speak to you, which is good for you. Words that you need to hear um, for the sake of your own life. Maybe even to lead you into that better life that God has in store for you in Christ Jesus. And so he clearly defines by way of the Torah, by the way of his words, these counsel of God, the will of God for you, what you might consider the parameters of the good life, the boundaries of what is acceptable and right and true and ultimately good. And so Moses said, or said these words, speaking on behalf of the Lord. See, I have set before you today life and good, which is set in contradiction to death and evil. 
clearly distinguishing between what is good for life and what isn't just good in a sense of beauty and, and the like, set in contradiction to that which brings death and which is evil. Evil always leads to death, that which is good leads to life. And so he speaks to us many words, and today just a few, but mostly a summary was given by Moses, uses these categories of his commandments and his statutes and his rules. But he says that even those words, commandments, statutes, and rules, which we rebel against, these are for your life and for your good. So he says, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways, that is staying within the parameters of the good life that he sets up, then you shall live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. You see, God has always had your best interest in mind. He's always had that better life for you. And he's told you exactly how you, ought, how you can receive it. Receive it by listening to him and receiving his word in faith and then doing whatever he tells you. Sounds easy, right? Maybe not so easy. Well, first point is that you need to know what he's actually said to you, which then requires careful and diligent study of God's word so that you know the words that he's spoken, his commandments, his statutes, and his rules. That's actually not that terribly hard as long as you're literate, right? You can read. But the doing is the hard part, is it not? Because our heart is the kind of heart that Moses warns us against the heart that turns away daily, returns to sin. Even though we pray in the morning to keep us from sin and every evil, yet we do return to sin and every evil, if not in our heart, also in our words and our actions. So Moses warns us, if your heart turns away and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You will not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. So there are only two ways to go about this life. It's simple, but it's not easy. The way that is good that leads to life or the way that is evil that leads to death. And what is good but what God has spoken and told us is good. What is evil? That which is against the word of God. The word spoken by other gods who go by many names. Sometimes uh, they're known as authorities. Sometimes they're known as false prophets. Sometimes they're simply known as gurus or Buddhists who write in the local paper. It does not lead to life, but only leads to death. It doesn't lead to the better life that uh, Christ has purchased and won for you, but it leads instead to a life of evil and ultimately then death. And so there is the exhortation, the instruction, the direction. Moses sets your sights on the right path, the path that brings life, that is the, the path of Christ, who is the way. He says, therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. How does one choose life? by loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice, listening to him, and holding fast to his word, for he is your life and length of days, 
that life is a gift to you, Moses is saying, that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. So cling to, to God's word. That word now, enfleshed in, the son, in his son, Jesus Christ. Listen to what Jesus has to say. When he says, you are forgiven, be forgiven. When he says, live in love towards your neighbor, live in love towards your neighbor. Serve them according to what is good, according to God's word. When he says, you have sinned, repent, confess your sins, and again, be forgiven. When he says, take and eat, for the given for you, his body, take and eat. When he says, take and drink, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins, receive it. And thereby, you have the word of the promise of God, the promise spoken by Moses and echoed again by Jesus, choose life that you and your offspring may live. May God give you what is good that you may live. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.